Hello and good morning to you, my beloved brothers and sisters in the Lord. Of course, it's your brother, Pastor Chid Jacob. I'm here this morning that we may continue to share in our daily fellowship with the Word. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, precious Father, excellent Father, good Father, wonderful Father, glorious Father, almighty Father, we thank you. We give you all of the praise and the glory. Thank you, Daddy, for your consistency. Thank you for your faith towards us. Thank you for your love that is eternal. Thank you because you have blessed us. Nothing and no one can curse us. You have given us life and life abundantly and nothing and no one can ever take us away from your hand. Thank you, Father, that nothing is able to separate us from your love. What a wonderful assurance you have given to us. We give you all of the praise and all of the glory. And this morning, one more time, we receive this word that will take us from one level of glory to another, that we begin to live in the reality, in the everyday living reality of all that you have done, of who we are in you. We give you all of the praise and all of the glory. Thank you for all, Father. And everyone who prayed with me this morning will say aloud, Amen and Amen and Amen. Beloved brothers and sisters, it is important that we get understanding. Let me tell you something that is a big error. Anyone who believes or begins to think that this life that we live is just in these five-dimensional realities. What do, I, what do I mean by five-dimensional realities? That means what your eyes can see, what your physical eyes can see, what your hand can touch, what you can smell or hear. Anybody who thinks that that's all that there is, is a big fool. It's one of the biggest fools available. No, there are realms that are beyond what our physical eyes can see. Do you know the reality? Our forefathers had an understanding of this in a particular way, even though they interpreted it based on their own limited knowledge, but they had an idea that there is something out there. Now, let me also bring you up the speed that there is a new body of science Part of it is called quantum physics, which is now beginning to prove what spirituality have been saying. For example, quantum physics is now saying that all of us, everything is connected to one energy source. Again, that's what they are saying now. Quantum physics is now trying to prove that we all are connected. They call it an energy source. All of us are connected to one place. All of us come from one place. All of us, none of us are separate. We are connected together as one. Will it make sense now why when Adam fell, every other thing fell? What Does it make sense now when Adam fell, every other thing fell? Why? Because everything is connected together in one comes from one source praise god will it make sense now when the bible says that all things were created from him by him through him that means everything comes from one source and what is god trying to do now to bring everything together again under that source praise god amen and amen 
Beloved, if you keep your mind open, you will start to see what God has done. It will become more real to you than it has ever been. Praise God. Remember, this week I've been sharing on the reality of prayer and we are going to continue doing that. Don't forget, the reason I mentioned this this morning is that there has to be a way for us to transcend for us to go from this physical realm to that realm that is not seen with the physical eyes. And prayer is a channel to that. Don't forget, I call this the reality of prayer. And I told you that prayer is the way we bring immaterial things to their material realm. Praise God. It's how we get into the heavenly realms. It's how we get into the realm of the spirit. It's how we get into that realm where nothing is impossible. Now, before I continue, let me say one thing. Now, please, I don't want you to get confused about this, but let me explain carefully. Everything is on the inside of us. And so our problem is inside of us, so also our solution. Let me say that again. Our problem is inside of us, so also our solution. Don't get confused. Our problem is inside of us because our mind, when I say the problem we have inside, I'm talking about the very condition of our mind. What is our mind telling us? Beloved, this message I'm sharing this morning, the only thing that is in my heart is what I can say by the Spirit of God to help you. But did you know that a lot of people will receive this message and they will hear all kinds of other messages. They will hear what I did not say. They will find a place to criticize. In fact, some people will receive this message and they will start to question my motive. Why is that, beloved? is what is going on in their mind. They are the present condition of the mind. That's why I said, beloved, the problem is inside of us. And when I say problem, I'm talking about our mind. And don't forget, the problem is because our mind has been conditioned in a particular way. Now, our solution is also inside of us. And where is that solution, beloved? The Spirit of God within us the spirit that we have become one with is where all our answers lie. And when we operate in the realm of that spirit, we're operating in the heavenly realm. When we're operating in that spirit in us, we are transcending the limitations of our mind. Praise God. Let me give you an example. You can look at yourself and say to yourself, well, how can I succeed since I don't have a college degree? How can I succeed because I didn't go to university? So watch this. When you say that, does that limit your expectations? Absolutely, yes. Do you, will you walk away from some opportunities? Absolutely, yes. Because your mind has accepted a lie that says you cannot succeed because you don't have a university education. Now, but when you look beyond that and look into the realm of the spirit, you can look at yourself and say, because of who is in me, nothing is impossible. 
Now, when you take this position, will you go out there to try to get things done? Yes. Are you going to be intimidated with things out there? No. Are you going to have the capacity to launch at? Yes, because there's a light inside of you. And the only way this truth can come is the spirit of God in us. That's the one that tells us, hey, it doesn't matter where you were born. It doesn't matter what your level of education is. It doesn't matter who born you. It doesn't matter what your physical or financial limitations might be. But nothing is impossible. Why? Because of the God that is in us. Now, listen to me carefully. Prayer, the reality of prayer, helps us to commune and keep our mind on that spirit that is within us. Again, when the Bible says pray without all season, is that ability to continue to look at the realities the spirit of God gives us. That means I can do that at any time. Beloved, this is not the same thing as locking yourself inside your room and shouting at God for hours. Now, now you can also lock yourself inside the room, but what are you doing? You are looking at the realities of the spirit. You are looking at the unlimited realities of the spirit. When you look into the spirit, you don't find depression. You find answers. You find joy. You find peace. You find solutions. Praise God. Now, you can beautifully lock yourself inside the room or whether you are taking your shower, whether you are getting your food ready or any place at any time that you are, you can commune and continue to push your mind to look not on the limitations on the outside, not on the dimensions of the five senses, but the unsearchable riches of the Spirit of God within us. Praise God. That, that is how we can be praying without season at all times. I am in fellowship with the Spirit. Does it make sense now why at the end of every chapter, Brother Paul the Apostle will write, may the love of God and the continuous fellowship of the Holy Spirit. You are in constant fellowship with the Spirit of God, not your failures. You are in constant fellowship with the Spirit of God, not your shortcomings. You are in constant fellowship with the blessings of God, not what you don't have. Because once you continue to fellowship in the realm of the Spirit, your mind also begins to absorb those realities. Praise God. So fundamentally, we've got to first of all change our mind from thinking that prayer is how we ask God for things to seeing prayer as a means by which we see what the eyes cannot see. Let me repeat that again. That in the process of prayer, your eyes will begin to see what your physical eyes cannot see. We see prayer as a means we commune in the God realm. We hold discussions in the God realm. We hold discussions that is above the realm of man. We begin to function and see things and commune and fellowship in the God reality. Praise God. That prayer is now a means where we go beyond this reality to live from our heavenly reality, to live from our spiritual reality. Praise God. In other words, in the place of prayer, we make contact with our divine origin. Praise God. We begin to see ourselves, talk to ourselves, fellowship in the realm of the gods. Praise God. Amen and amen. Beloved, you can see that prayer is much deeper than what we were taught. 
And when you start to zero in into this reality that I'm talking to you about, is endless. The hours no longer matters because if you are seeing what is right, your mind will be so full of joy that you don't want to stop. Praise God. Amen and amen. So prayer is where we retrain our mind. We focus our mind as we see and we talk over and over. I was teaching them on Thursday why repetition is important. Why is it that to repeat who we are in Christ is important? Listen to me carefully. It is not that because you are confessing, because you are doing something, God will begin to do it. No, sir. He has already done it all. I'm going to read some scriptures now to buttress this. What we're saying is removing ourselves, detaching ourselves from the realm of man to the realm of God. And that is what we do in prayer. Watch this. You know very well that most of the programs that runs you now was implanted in the first seven years of your life. We've said that over and over. For example, you didn't learn how to speak your local dialect. You just observed and you started to speak. If you were born in the eastern part of the country, don't forget, nobody sat you down to teach you Igbo. Because that's what was spoken around you, you just absorbed it and you started to speak. If you were born in an English-speaking country, it is the same thing. It doesn't matter. And this is universal. But right after that, for you to learn any other language, you have to learn it by repetition. You have to understand the language and then start to repeat and then you start to speak the language. Beloved, it's the same thing here. Don't forget, you and I were born blind into this world, not understanding how things work. Unfortunately, where we began was not the right place because why? What we learned was what we saw in our environment, what we saw our parents did, the poverty level in the environment, how the people thought, how they acted. Unfortunately, the majority of that did not come from God. This is why the born again experience is important because right now we have a new spirit inside of us because we are born again. Now, all we are trying to do is to go back and retrain our mind to zero in on the realities of the new life that we have in Christ. And prayer is the channel to do that. Whether they are audible prayers or they are inaudible prayers, but constantly forcing our mind to see not our weakness in the flesh, but the power of the Spirit of God in us. To force our mind to make calculations not based on who is the president of your country, not based on the physical limitations, not based on the economic limitations, but to force your mind to see the unlimited resources that are available to us in the heavenly realm, in the spiritual realm. That's what this whole thing is all about. Praise God. Don't forget, I'm discussing with you the reality of prayer. Praise God. Let me throw in this scripture this morning. I'm sure you know it already, but to help you understand further, Ephesians chapter 1 verse number 3. Again, Ephesians chapter 1 verse number 3. It is every spiritual blessing. Watch this. What did he call it? Every spiritual blessing. If it is spiritual, it is beyond the five dimensions of the physical realm, right? It says every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm has already been lavished upon us as a love gift from our wonderful heavenly father, the father of our Lord Jesus, 
all because he sees us wrapped into Christ. This is why we celebrate him with all our hearts. Now watch this. He says every spiritual blessing is available where in the heavenly realm. The question I want to ask you now is where is that heavenly realm? Is it up in the sky or isn't where God lives which is in us? Again, where is that heavenly realm? Is this heavenly realm up in the sky or is it the place where God sits? Is it the place where God lives? Is it the place where the Spirit of God functions? And where is that? It is inside of us, inside our recreated spirit. Praise God. That is what this is all about. Now watch this. Let me throw another scripture to help you understand this better. 2 Peter chapter 1 verse number 3. Don't forget Ephesians says every spiritual blessing has been made available in the heavenly realm. Now 2 Peter chapter 1 verse number 3 says everything we could ever need for life and godliness has already been deposited where in us by his divine power. Does that make sense now? Everything we could ever need for life and godliness has been deposited in us. Where is the deposit? In us. What is that deposit? Our recreated spirit. Our spirit that has become one with God is the heavenly realms right here. It has been deposited in us by his divine power. For all this was lavished upon us through the rich experience of what? Of knowing him, that is knowing Christ, who has called us by name and invited us to come to him through a glorious manifestation of his goodness. Praise God. Let me sweeten this up a little bit this morning in case you are still doubting. Ephesians chapter 3 verse number 20. Ephesians chapter 3 verse number 20. That is the popular scripture that says God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above everything you and I can ever ask or think of. But how does he do it friends? He says according to his power at work where inside of us praise god the tpt rendering says never doubt god's mighty power to work where in you to work in you and accomplish all this he will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request again your most unbelievable dream the bible says and he will exceed your widest imaginations he will outdo them all for his miraculous power constantly energizes you where is this energy coming from from inside of us praise god so don't forget beloved i know a lot has been said this morning you can digest this quietly one after the other play the message again until a picture of prayer forms in your mind that prayer is our channel to see and to understand and to flow and to walk from that realm where nothing is impossible, from that realm where there are no limitations, from that realm where the God life exists. Praise God. Amen and amen. Okay, I'm going to stop here and I'll come back to you again tomorrow by the grace of God. Tomorrow is service. So you get the message a little later in the afternoon. You know what we do? Please keep me in your prayers as I keep you in mine. And please don't forget... 
to spread the message as much as you can so that we will blanket the earth with the knowledge of Christ for that is the source of all life. Please enjoy your weekend and while you are at it, don't forget beloved, this morning you have been served. Shalom.